Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My grandfather is a big birthday guy. He likes to celebrate the whole month. But on his actual birthday, he loves going with our entire family. I'm talking my aunts, uncles, cousins, his sister, everybody. We go out for a big dinner celebration and enjoy each other's company and have a great meal together. This year, I have been looking forward to his party for months now. It was landing on a Friday, which was perfect. But the day of his party, I started to cough. I started to sneeze. And I just generally didn't feel good. So naturally, I had to make the hard decision to skip his birthday party, which broke my heart. And I know it also broke his. So I, I hate that I had to change my plans and disappoint my grandfather. But sometimes that happens in life. Sometimes we make plans or, or big goals. And, and the things that we're really looking forward to don't pan out or don't turn out the way that we want. And that's just the reality of things. I think it's important that we all take a second to consider how to approach our backup plans. And that's why today we have brought in Dan Abramowitz. I'm Wes Moss, and I am here to help a million people retire earlier while enjoying the adventure along the way. To reach that many folks takes the work of more than just me or one person. And I have a fantastic team behind the Retire Sooner podcast. And I've decided to bring them in to help address some of the questions and topics that you've sent us. You're about to hear from my team members with answers that can hopefully help Americans retire sooner and happier. And I'd love for you to be one of them. Let's get started. Dan Abramowitz is an investment advisor at Capital Investment Advisors, and he works out of our Tampa office down in Florida. He's got the best office view of anyone in this company. It's, I'm pretty sure he sees dolphins swim by every other day. It's just not even fair. But on top of having a fantastic office view and being an investment advisor, he is also a, a wonderful guy who he and I have had these kinds of conversations before, and he has inspired me with a lot of how he has helped people handle these kinds of curveballs and how he has helped people find a happy new path in life after things have changed. So I wanted to talk with him today. Dan, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Mallory. So I, I want to jump into some of these challenges that you typically see and help people as they're entering retirement, as they're going through retirement, as they these kinds of challenges that they're facing. Do you, do you have some examples for us of these kinds of challenges and changes that retirees tend to face? Yeah, so we're all, again, going back, we're, we're, we're all dealt with our challenges, and we all think that we have this full-blooded plan that's going to be rock solid. And lo and behold, when something unexpected hits us in the fa face, that plan is no longer rock solid, right? You know, we talk about these un unexpected circumstances, well, you know, I, I was working, you know, I've been working with this gentleman and uh, he's a retired Marine, retired airline pilot as well. And oh, wow. when you, when you, when, when you think about his line of work and his two professions, going back to enlisting into the Marines and, and, and being an airline pilot, you know, he was preparing for uh, his family to live life in some capacity without him. Wait, what? Hang on. That's dark. 
<laughs> and unexpected. Yeah. What? It is. It is, right? But, um, you know, that's what he was planning for. He knew what he signed up for when he enlisted and became a Marine, right? Is that um, mm, anything see. can happen at any given moment, right? He was there yeah. for his country. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he did his job, but, you know, there was the the potential that he would not make it home, right? Absolutely. Um, and, and, and that was the planning that he put in place is that he saved and um, he invested and he worked to, to give his family a life with him there as well as without him there, right? Okay. Well, and who, who, what did his family look like? Yeah, so, so great question. So married, of course, his wife was a stay-at-home mom um, with three kids. So okay. two, two, two daughters and a son, um, you know, 20 years in the Marines, full service, um, left the Marines and wanted to figure out what he was going to do and, 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 and flew, flew planes, flew airplanes in the Marines and uh, got a job with a, a small regional airline um, and then a big, big major airline picked him up and he did that all the way through age 65, which I'm not sure if everybody knows this or not, but the uh, Federal uh, Aviation Authority makes you retire at 65. They basically say that that's the oh. age limit to throw a commercial to fly a commercial airline. I will say I don't hate the fact that we have some rules and regulations around that cuz I know I know from personal experience like my you know they obviously don't have similar rules when it comes to driving. And to some degree I totally get and respect that because lord knows if you try to take away my driver's license at any point I'd be I'd be livid. I'd be so mad. You know, that's freedom from the age 16 on is the ability to drive. But I also know that my grandfather, my uh, uh, different grandfather from my birthday grandfather, uh, <laughs> on the other side of things, he, I think he was about 90 years old driving um, around town in like a small town of Thomaston. And he accidentally bumped somebody in front of him. You know, just a little, little fender bender. And he didn't even notice oh y'all it was so bad didn't even notice and so the guy it was a small town so the guy who got bumped um, actually tracked down my uncle and <laughs> was like uh your grandfather your father bumped my car and it was i think it was at that point they were like "Ooh, he doesn't need to be driving anymore so <laughs> that was that was a clear sign you can't do that with airplanes though if it's a commercial no. airline i don't want i don't want some guy who's up there who might bump the next plane on the runway or lord forbid anything worse yeah so um that is a rule and i think um you know obviously rules are in place to protect us all right whether we agree with them or not but uh that was the precedent that was uh that was set forth so um you know again uh, 20 years in the marines gets out of the marines goes right in you know continues his aviation career for commercial regional airline major airline and then about, you know, two years before he's anticipated to retire at 63, um, again, we talk about the curveball, but his wife was uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Ooh, that's um, terrible. Yeah. And, it, and you know, it, all along the way, uh, again, going back to his career choice, being in the Marines, being in aviation, you know, he mentally prepared himself that, that his wife was going to outlive him. His kids were going to outlive him, right? Um, so this is why we talk about our purpose, our why. Why do you do what you do? Well, you know, I'm saving and and I'm I'm, I'm getting to this point to give my my family the best possible life. Um, but again, when when a, when a curveball is thrown our way, for instance, 
you know, a, a loved one uh, getting diagnosed with a, with a terminal illness. Oh, right? hang on. So it was terminal? Yeah, it was terminal. It was, oh, um, you know, so gotten sorry. to a point to where it spread throughout our body and, uh, and it was inoperable. So at this point in time, age 63, it was quality of quality of life at that point. Um, so they did a couple of cruises together, um, you know, while she was undergoing treatment, um, you know, and then unfortunately at, at, at age 64, um, she passed and, um, you know, again, right. You know, your life partner goes and, 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 and a lot of people go through that, um, that change, right. That, that curveball um, as they enter into retirement or even living into retirement, whether it's a spouse, you know, whether it's any loved one, right? And in this case, uh, it was my gentleman's, um, you know, goal uh, to, you know, put the best possible plan together for his family, right? To plan for life without him. But now he's dealing with something totally different is he's dealing with life without his partner, right? Again, he was supposed to go number one. And when when she passed at age 64, when he was age 64, uh, he was able to continue to work and fly airplanes. He actually increased his workload and workload and and flew the max that he was available to do so. Just engulf yourself with with, with work, right? And try to hide the problem, mm-hmm. you know, or at I least... Think, I think that's so often that what people turn towards whenever they are facing some kind of difficult life situation is, you know, it's easy to, to throw yourself into work where you are already good at it and you can focus on problems that don't have anything to do with real life, right? Totally, totally. I mean, that's, you know, when you think about it, most people that identify us through our jobs, right? So our jobs, in most cases, are our identity when it really should be our, our family is our identity, right? So you've got two forms of identity, and, and he was able to throw his identity, you know, his, his, he was able to take his identity to work and continue and, and, and maximize um, you know, that time, right? And, and really put blinders on and just bury his head in the sand and continue to push forward and and push through. Um, all along the way, you know, obviously understanding that uh, this was a new venture for him. Um, so as he as he retired, you know, as 65 came around, well, that was in uh, March of 2020. Well, what also happened in March of 2020? Well, we shut down as a world, as a country, as an economy. So he was supposed to take his last flight with his family on board and drop him off Um you know, at, at a location, I and mean, he wasn't able to take, he wasn't able to take part in that ceremony with his family because of COVID. It just had shut down. Oh, that's uh, so sad. Yeah, and so, and again, we talk about you know purpose and core pursuits and our identity, and then you know we have this life event, this curveball. Then we have a pandemic, and then we're going from eighty. You know, in this gentleman's case, he's going from a hundred miles an hour to zero. So you have to kind of peel back the onion, right? And, you know, figure out your purpose. And that's where it all comes down to is, is finding those cobbies and finding those core pursuits. And he'd always, he'd always love riding his bike. So he was able to spend more time riding his road bike. And, and, and he was a naturally frugal person. Um, and I told him, I was like, you know, go, he needed a new road bike. And I'm like, go out there and buy the best road bike you can get. Uh, you know, you have more than enough money. You know, do you, do you want to give your kids this amount of money? You know, obviously you do, right? But you also want to enjoy, 
you know, yeah. what yeah, you Yeah, you work hard for yeah. it. You work hard for it. It's, it's good. You got to treat yourself sometimes too, right? Exactly. So I told him, I was like, go get the best road bike that you can buy. You know, whether it be $1,500, $2,000, you more than can afford this. Go do it. If I know what you want, I'll go buy it for you. <laughs> but, you know, he was able to go and, and, and buy a, a new road bike and, 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 and focus his time and energy in, in that piece, but also find purpose in continuing to, uh, to, to be with his, his kids and, and his, and his grandkids as well. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, but that so doesn't he mean that he refocused his life. He refocused his life. Okay. You know, I think, um, it totally came full circle when, um, when he sold his house that him oh. and his wife lived in together, uh, oh. and raised their family. And it was a, it was a bittersweet moment, but he knew that he had to do that to kind of move on and get past. Again, we're us as human beings, we all deal with things differently yeah. and events differently, right? Again, there's yeah. no full plan. We always got to have a a, a a plan A, B, and C to pivot. Mm-hmm. You know, even in the military, and even then, right? sometimes, yeah, yeah, you, you have a process, and we talk about capital, right? We all have processes here. Every person has processes, but you've got to be able to pivot. You just you have to be able to adapt. Yeah, get um, creative. Try something get different. Creative. It's an art, not a science, right? Oh, Lord knows. <laughs> um, so again, it, 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 there were some bumps along the way, um, you know, w- with my client along as as he transitioned into retirement because he wasn't expecting to lose his life partner before him. He expected to get some more of those go-go years with her. Um, but again, taking a step back now, he was able to, with the help of his family, right, refocus his efforts into enjoying life to the fullest and and enjoying retirement to the fullest right you know again it didn't go it didn't go according to plan and and he knew this deep down that his wife wouldn't want him to dwell and and wanted to live life to the fullest as well wow wow i just that's so powerful it's so powerful and it's as heartbreaking as it is it's also very hopeful because it is, it's just the reality for all of us, right? There, there's only so much that we can really plan for. And then you make the best with what you do and what you have. Robert here with a quick answer to a question I heard recently. Should I own international stocks in my portfolio? I brought in Connor Miller from our investments team to help me answer. So Connor, should I? While we live in the U.S., the U.S. is not the world. And the world is, uh, it's, it's a big world. So if you look at like the, the total world stock market, anywhere between half and call it 40% of the stocks are non-US based. Um, so yes, I would say you should own international so, stocks. So I should own international stocks directly, even though if I own a US company who does sales internationally, aren't I already getting exposure to international markets? Oh, so now you're talking about a multinational stock. Stocks who have sales uh, both in the U.S. and abroad. Yes. Uh, so you are getting, yes, you should own those as well because you're getting direct U.S. exposure, but you're also getting uh, exposure to international markets as well. What I would go down is when it, should I own international stocks? This would be yes, because you want some diversity. You want some companies that are solely focused on emerging markets and much more predominantly. But the average investor already owns international stocks, whether they know it or not. If the average investor owns an S&P 500, 30% of their revenues are derived internationally. So when you inherently already own. So it can it's a small piece of the portfolio that gives you exposure to kind of the developing world, 
that's more focused on that and then can trade evaluation discounts and pay more dividends and all that. But the reality is, if you own stocks at all, you already own international stocks. For all of our listeners, they're going to face so many different and unique challenges and, and ones that we couldn't predict here. Um, but what if you're facing a challenge like if you're facing a major lifestyle challenge, totally different from anything you were expecting, what are some key factors that you should perhaps keep in mind and, and, and understand when making significant changes? Yeah, I think uh, num- number one is, is, is take a step back and, and, and I look at your situation. A little bit of self-reflection, number one. And then how do you do that? Well, you look to see what type of small changes you can make in your everyday life, whether it's finances, whether it's health, whether it's um, you know core pursuits or, or, or even core values, right? You know, mm-hmm. starting small um, makes a bigger impact longer term. Um, to help you reevaluate your life, right? And, and just, you know, identifying those small things in your life that you do every day that we just mentioned, right? And, and, and a moment of self-reflection. And again, personally, this what is I- This interesting. So let me ask you, because I, I, I personally, like, I love examples. So are you suggesting that in this kind of situation, you know, the retiree could step back and take a look at maybe like what their ideal day looks like? And then kind of, so so let's say that they really love playing pickleball with friends in the morning, picking their grandkids up from school, and then, you know, fixing a nice home-cooked meal with their significant other at the end of the day. I, would you say, like, you know, if you can take that kind of, that kind of snapshot and, like, from there expand to figure out, like, what your core values, what, you know, the health situation looks like, what, even, like, the financial picture, right? Like, like looking closer at that. Yeah, totally. I think you just take a step back and, and, and personally figure out how do you want to spend your day? You know, whether it's in retirement or whether it's work or just, just life, right? You know, throw, throw the retirement out the out the window. It's just everyday life. If you want to make small changes in life, right? You want to make small changes or even big to, that lead to bigger changes in retirement. Well, start with the things that you can control, right? Um, mm. and, and those are your core values. You know, those are those are your hobbies. And your priorities, right? You yeah. know, if it's if it's high enough on your priority list, you will find a way to make it work, right? And you know, personally, when I'm working with my clients, I I, I coach them on that to 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 really take a step back and, and and you know, when you think about it, right? We have as when we're in finance, we talk about all these numbers, right? But when you peel the onion back and you look at the numbers, we we try to figure out the why. You know, why are we doing what we're doing, right? It's no different when whether it's in retirement or whether, you know, we're working. So, you know, figure out your why, define your why. And uh, once we figure out, once we figure that piece out, then we, we can figure out what changes that we need to go from there to, to again, realign and, and refocus your purpose. I like that. Find your why. Find your why whenever life throws you a curveball. So, listen. As part of the Retire Sooner Network, we know life is about a lot more than just money and finances. So I have to ask, what is something that has made you happy recently? What is something that has made me happy recently? And it uh, can't be sports related. I swear. I swear. For some reason, every every guy that we talk to has it's, it's brought up the Braves, Georgia football. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a great time to be an Atlanta fan in general. 
but uh, I, I want something a little different. Granted, you're down in Tampa, and all y'all do is win, apparently. Champa Bay. Champa, Champa Bay, Bay is so accurate. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're getting we're getting used to it down here. So, um. <laughs> gosh, it's so different from Atlanta. Here, we just cry <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> we get to the fourth quarter, and then you just expect disappointment. Yeah, I would say um, you know, what has made me happy recently, um, you know, just just I think my time with my family and my boys, really, right, and being a part um, of of their lives and seeing them grow. Um, you know, just over the past, you know, call it year, it's just it's been so crazy to to see, you know, both my five year old, my three year old boy change right in front of my eyes. Right. And, uh, that gives you perspective. Again, I mentioned this earlier on the days are, days are long, but the, the years are short. Right. And, 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 and truly, um, it's so true. Uh, it is so true. And, and, you know, my, my oldest plays soccer on the weekends and does T-ball, uh, scored two goals oh, a couple of weeks ago. So, that's um, awesome. yeah, he plays in five and six year old group. He's five years old, just turned five and he's the fastest kid out there. I'm not trying wow. to brag or anything. <laughs> One of the moms, one of the moms looked at me. She goes, "Your your kid is the fastest kid out there, and it's not even close." And I was just laughing. I was like, "Ah, oh, you know, they're all young and all this stuff." But you know, just um, it, it 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 brings me pride and joy to see them happy, um, but also see them just develop and 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 picking up um, you know things in life right that you're not even thinking about. That, um, you know, my son asked me for uh, a drink of water the other day and gave it to him. And my three-year-old said, thank you, without me even asking. And I was just like, man, that's awesome. So, you know, you're doing something right and raising good kids in this world, uh, even though, uh, you know, our kids uh, throw us curveballs all the time. But, yeah, I was like, that's that's what makes me, you know, that's what gets me going in the morning. That's what makes me happy. You know, I was told this um, actually earlier this year um, is that, priorities, right? I mentioned priorities earlier in the segment and I said priorities and you know, us as human beings, we're, we're throwing all of these curveballs, We're throwing all these things at us, right? Our days get out of hand. Well, you know, I think we can really focus on three things and be efficient and live a fulfilled life, right? And when you try to focus on more than those three things, well, that's maybe when you lose fulfillment. So my three things that I focus on, family, work, fitness, in that order, right? Anything else doesn't matter at this point. I can't get to it, right? If I if I if I prioritize those three things that are most important to me, then 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 each day is amazing. Um, all right. Well, listen. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been really interesting. I've really enjoyed hearing the story and example that you have, and these just words of wisdom in regards to how people can think through facing these huge life challenges that that we all eventually our throne. So thank you again. Thank you for having me. Hey, y'all, this is Mallory with the Retire Sooner team. Please be sure to rate and subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. If you have any questions, you can find us at westmoss.com. That's W-E-S-M-O-S-S.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and YouTube. You'll find us under the handle Retire Sooner Podcast. And now for our show's disclosure.
This podcast is provided to you as a resource for informational purposes only and is not to be viewed as investment advice or recommendations. This information is being presented without consideration of the investment objectives, risk tolerance, or financial circumstances of any specific investor and might not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to and should not form a primary basis for any investment decision that you may make. Always consult your own legal, tax, or investment advisor before making any investment or financial planning considerations. Please refer to the full disclosure in the podcast description for any additional information information.